You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by the MLB.com shop. And it's time again, MLB.com Extras, the Oakland A's edition. I'm Dave Raymond with Jane Lee. And, uh, Jane, I'm catching you here on a Tuesday. And um, it seems as if the Monday game may have just ended. Maybe even moments ago. Is that game over? <laughs> it did. It ended a couple hours ago, I think. I, I've lost track of days, but if you say it's Tuesday, I believe you. Okay. All right. It's good. I like to uh, I, I like to be a leader in that way. Um, that was, you know, all joking aside, it was just another one of those games this year. And I don't know if it's emblematic of the season because I don't know that you could really. I think it's a little more complex what has happened this season. But a one-run loss. That's number thirty-two of those this year. And then it's just another struggle in extra innings. A six and ten record in extra innings. Um, I don't know. What do you what do you make of of that trend? You know, we, we, they always talk about the regression of the mean being about a 500 on one run games. It's phenomenal the 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 way that has worked out this year. It really is. It's almost hard to do. I mean, you look at that record and you think, you know, how, how is that even possible? And a, a lot of those games are kind of I wouldn't say exactly how it played out last night because um, you know 14 game. Um, you don't see those every day, but um, the way things kind of unraveled during the game, you know, they have an early large deficit, and they came back, um, you know, to close in and then tied it late. Um, and we, we've seen that a lot here. You know, it, it you look at that record, and everyone thinks, oh, the, the bullpen defensive woes, and although that's, you know, um, probably the biggest problem for this team this year, and and a big reason. For for that one run loss record, um, you know, it, it kind of hides the fact that, you know, this is a resilient team. They're never giving up. So a lot of these games that they're down, you know, they're, they're coming back um, and usually fall one run short, you know, in the later innings. And, and in this case, it was the, the 14th inning. Um, but, you know, the, the rally they put together in the ninth inning, I mean, it was kind of all bizarre. Um, some defensive miscues on the opposite end, um, you know, you're seeing a catcher's interference that really, um, that was that was the game changer. I mean, that kind of allowed for for the game to be tied. Um, a pass ball, um, you know, brought in the tying run, just a lot of bizarre things. Um, but, you know, ending in the same way that we've seen so far too many times this season, I mean, really just kind of deflating. Um, you know, both of these teams, of course, are out of contention. Um you know, they're just trying to win as many games as they can. Um, there's the, the pride factor, of course, and a lot of young guys trying to prove themselves. But, you know, to, to go through that many innings, to have to use the number of guys, um, you know, the number of arms they did, of course, you know, it, it was so rare in that you see Sonny Gray struggle, and then you saw the bullpen come out and give you 10 straight scoreless innings before the 14th inning. Um, so just a lot, of, a lot of oddities in this game, but the end was kind of just, an all too familiar feeling for this team. And, you know, I don't think that they can really comprehend why or, you know, ever this is happening with these one run losses, but 
you know, part of it is the bullpen and defensive struggles, of the, especially in the first half of the season. And a lot of it, too, is just, you know, them being down, but, you know, showing the fight that they always do. That's something that they're very prideful of. Um, Bob Melvin talks about it all the time. And, and, and you don't see that in the box score. You know, you're going to look at last night's box score and see a loss. But um, the resiliency they've shown in, in games like these does say a lot about the, the club that they are. All right. Well, that's you know that's a really good spin on it, and and I think those are legitimate points. But I'll tell you one thing: I did see in the box score was kind of inescapable. It was seven runs allowed in three innings by Sonny Gray, and we're not used to seeing that. Um, you know, you'd like to think these those moments are just blips on the radar. But what, what do you think that thing means? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm getting a lot of um, questions about you know late season. The key, his second half numbers have always been worse than his first half numbers, and you know, maybe there is something to that. But I mean, you look at his stuff last night, um, and granted, a lot of it, you know, was up. Um, he was missing some spots, but his stuff still looked sharp. Um, it was, it was just a matter of, I mean, the way he described it was everything um, was going the opposite direction. You know, he wanted it to, um, and you know, the, the White Sox took advantage of, of his mistakes and it kind of just escalated quickly on him. Of course, there was the walks, which um, we're also not used to seeing a lot from Sonny. There were four of them and, and two ended up being pretty costly. Um, and for him to only go three plus innings, that's, that's the fewest he's ever gone as a starter. But, um, you know, I, I was curious to hear what he had to say. And, you know, did, he's pretty honest with himself and with us. And for him to just say, you know what, it just, it just didn't go my way. I'm not really worried about it. Um, you know, I, I don't think there is a, a physical issue here um, or fatigue. Um, I, I think it's just one of those bad outings that, you know, I think every pitcher has, um, you know, every once in a while. And, and of course, with Sonny, you know, you have such high expectations. You expect him to go six, seven, eight innings every single time. You know, you expect him to only give up one or two runs every time. And so when he has this type of outing, the alarm kind of signals off. Um, the, the one, the one disappointing thing is, you know, he is, he is in that side on conversation. And I think that could have, um, last night probably, you know, set him back a little bit and, and he took a big hit as far as that race goes. But I mean, you look at his numbers overall, still, he still ranks third in the AL and ERA, um, has put together, you know, really tremendous season on a team that, um, you know, of course, hasn't lived up to expectations. But um, you know, I, I think this is just kind of a, a blip in the radar for him, and, and no one in there seemed concerned after the game. So, um, you know, of course, not not great, um, and it's never a great timing to have a bad outing, but the first game of the series where you have to use so many bullpen arms, and he is that one guy you count on for innings. Um, but then again, you know, he's picked up the team so many other times this season, and sometimes – you know, the tables are turned and, and they really, the bullpen really did um, a great job after him and, and he acknowledged that himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, look, it's hard not to look at the starters tonight and see Jeff Samarja on the uh, other side of the field. He'll have the start for the White Sox. Um, with, you know, it, it, I guess it's Hard not to see that and think about the trade. You know, what are your what are your reflections or, or thoughts of that trade at this point? Now that we've you know had a little more water under the bridge. Yeah, I think even when the the trade initially happened, um, 
I think it was well received um, on both ends. Obviously, Samarja's um, the high caliber pitcher, and, and I think for for what he was and what he um, was giving Chicago, I think Chicago in turn gave the A's a pretty good package. And um, I think the A's have to be happy with it's what they've gotten. I know that you know fans look at Marcus Simeon and, and can only see his errors on um, 34 of them. <laughs> it's a lot, but um, he has. He has gotten better, and I think there's a strong belief in the organization that he's only going to get better, and he's going to be he's going to be a nice player for them. And and he really he's done fine at the plate. Um, you know, you kind of have to commend the guy for as many defensive woes as he's had this year. He really hasn't let it affect him when he's at the plate. Um, you know, and he's he's probably the hardest worker in there. Um, I hear that a lot. Um, his work ethic is second to none, and and also he's. You know, I also hear he's a great teammate, so um, I think they're pretty happy, you know, with him and and also Josh Bagley. I think he goes unnoticed a little bit just because he's kind of considered the, the second catcher and really only um, started the year hitting left-handers. But now with with Steven Boat out with injury, you know, you're seeing him behind the plate a little more, and um, he really hasn't had, um, you know, any um, extended slump. He's always given them good at bats. He's, I think he's improved um, behind the plate as far as just his his relationship and, and working with the pitchers. You know, he's always had a, a great arm, and that was something that was a, an issue for them last year. Um, and he's really added to the to the improvement in that area. And of course, Chris Bassett. I mean, it's easy to kind of forget about him this year just because he was in AAA most of the season, and and now he's hurt, but still hoping to come back to make one more start. But and based on the starts he did make when he came back from AAA, I mean, he was their their best pitcher over a certain stretch. I mean, he was giving them innings. Um, you know, it was really efficient, really, really impressed. Um, I think it was big for them to see, um, you know, him go down at the start of the season after struggling out of the bullpen and, and walking so many guys, go down, um, figure out his command issues really quickly, come back and, um, you know, showcase, you know, the work he he put in uh, on the field. And I think that's what a lot of organizations look for in young guys, you know, guys that are able to turn it around quickly, make those adjustments. And, um, you know, he did that. And so I think they're, they're looking forward to not only seeing him, you know, healthy again and, and perhaps make one more start this year so that he can go into the off season with a peace of mind, but they're looking forward to seeing, you know, what he could do with, with the full season in the big leagues next year in the rotation. Um, so those are those three pieces. I think they've been extremely happy with. Um, and then there's another uh, minor leaguer that was in the trade, Ron Hellerbello, who had um, a, a very good year in the minors. So all the way around, I mean, for for a pitcher that they would have only had for one more year, I think they got a, a great return. Yeah, well, I, you know, it would certainly look that way. And then, of course, he just he hasn't had a very good year himself. But he'll start tonight, this Tuesday night, for the White Sox as the Oakland A's continue to audition some kids and try to get healthy. And Jane Lee, we hope you stay healthy. We look forward to uh, another good report again next week. All right, sounds good. Okay, there she goes. That's Jane Lee, MLB.com Extras, the Oakland A's edition. 
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.